2: Hi, and welcome back to the Radiate Wellness Podcast. Today, we... Radiate Abundance with Dame Marie Diamond, who is a global transformation leader, motivational speaker, and international best-selling author, also a world-renowned feng shui master, and has been featured in Global Phenomena, the global phenomena of The Secret as the only European master, as well as the wonderful film How Thoughts Become Things, by Doug Vermeer, Vermeeren. Sorry. Hello, Mary. It's so good to have you. Thank you so much, Christy. Lovely to be here. I'm just
3: here from London today. So.
2: Oh, that's wonderful because you live originally in
3: France, right? I do, but I have a home in London too, so I kind of sometimes go back and forth.
2: Of course, and um, we're radiating abundance today, Um, so I have a feeling that the feng shui and the energy that you practice has something to do with that.
3: Yes, but also we are um, right now um, recording um, at the beginning of the Chinese New Year, Um, that is the water tiger year, and it's a very good year for abundance. So I think, and especially the beginning of the year, and every day of the year, we need to go into flow, right? And the word abundance comes from the Latin word abundare, means overflowing positive energy. So if it's money, if it's health, if it's well-being, whatever it is, it is overflowing,
2: Wonderful. And so what what to you is this energy that is flowing? Well, for me, it's the the chi.
3: Yeah, the energy that ultimately has created everything, right? That isn't everything. That is between everything. There is a constant uh, a force field. Um, some people would call it the matrix. Other people would call it universal energy. Other would call it chi. So, but we are made and we are creating. Everything is that creative force. Yeah, what even Star Wars they will say with the force be with you, right? That's that's the energy, right? And. Um, um, and you know when we look at energy some people experience it as stuck like when they say i'm stuck that means that their inner uh, energy is stuck or perhaps they feel stuck in their career or in the relationship or so the energy is not moving right and then you can be in flow and then you feel like hey everything going so easy is so wonderful and all the synchronicities are happening and i'm meeting the right person at the right time and it's like you feel in that flow and then you can go into Overflow, the super flow, I call it, where then you feel like it's not just once in a while, you're constantly in that flowing vibration and you're not just flowing for yourself, but you're also able to uh, help others with creating flow. And I'm sure that is what you're doing, uh, Christy, with your podcast is that you're, you know, not just creating flow for yourself, but you're creating flow for others by creating positive energy and experiences for them. And people that are into that, they already are in superflow.
2: Wonderful. So the superflow is not just for the, the person. It sounds like it's for everything around us.
3: Around us, to people, to the world, it is actually I would call it the positive impact. Your energy is is already so fulfilled with your own flow that you, there's overflow already, mm-hmm. and that you want to share that overflow, right, with your wisdom, with your knowledge, with your skill set, with your experiences, with your love. And that is when we can start making really positive impact in the world. And that's why, you know, for example, movies like The Secret or How Talk Become Things or podcasts, uh, people that are already doing this, they already have reached a certain level of flow in themselves, right? But there's so much that they, they cannot hold it for themselves. They have to go in super flow. They have to give to others.
2: Right. Now, I remember watching The Secret when it first came out so long ago, and it changed my life. Yeah, do you hear that type of thing often, that learning about these things... Changes. Yeah, it's it's something that um you know
3: it came out in 2006 and so we are <laughs> a little bit it's already a next generation right because right. now the secret is in uh on netflix so now people come up to me and say i saw your netflix right at that time it was a book or a dvd right we, we sold first it in a dvd form mm-hmm. um i you know still everywhere i go um people are, are open to it or they have seen it or they have seen that it changed their life or perhaps it was a positive reminder of something they already knew, right? And that they're like, okay, oh yeah, that's true. I can, I can be like this. I can change my life this way. Um, and now it's very interesting. I feel there is this, new generation is the young people that are so open to it. And, and also the corporate world. I I have many, you know, leaders that I'm supporting and helping and mentoring. Um, And now they're coming in like, Oh, I just, I just shared the secret or other positive movies. Like how to become things with my team. Right. So it's not so much individual Mm -hmm. anymore. It's going to a whole new level of experience. So yeah, it's, it's, you know, when great things happen, they keep
2: happening, right? Right. It, it's uh, like a big snowball rolling down the mountain. It just keeps yeah. gathering and gathering and gathering momentum. Yes. Until, you know, can't help but create this super flow that you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right, right. Now, um, the film How Thoughts Become Things. Yeah. This is also a wonderful film. How do you feel like it differs from The Secret?
3: Well, you know, in The Secret, it was like a basic um, sharing of the law of attraction, right? And so every teacher was um, telling kind of their aspect or their approach to the law of attraction what was an amazing movie. But, you know... um, as the years go by, you know, there are certain aspects that, you know, people want to go deeper into that. And so Douglas Vermeer did an amazing movie called How Style Become Things mm-hmm. to really focus on the mindset, uh, but in such a, a, a wonderful way. It, it's actually, um, after The Secret, you know, I think one of the best movies that came out on that level because the way he expressed it, the way he he shared it with the beautiful um, illustration, uh, what the teachers were saying. Um, I think it's definitely uh, one of my favorite movies. But as I have been in more than 15 other documentaries, so it's like I have a lot of experience. But this one is, is something I think mm-hmm. when people looked at it, watched it, said, oh, now I know the next level. Yeah, like they know like the secret, the basic, but really understanding in a very down-to-earth way and simple way, how my thoughts really make things. How did my thoughts really create something? Because I was not really super explained in the secret because that was not the purpose of it also. You know, it was just the beginning. And so I think a lot of people, after seeing, they're like, oh, finally we understand it. And I think that's what is the, the great um, benefit to watch
2: that movie. Yes, yes, absolutely. It was also an eye-opener, just how... We take our thoughts and add energy and inspired action, and yeah. then create results. Right. And so, yeah. this this energy, the energy flow, you encompass that with feng shui. Mm-hmm. How did you find your way to to feng shui? Well, um, it's an interesting story. But
3: um, so I was 15 and I had a near-death experience. And when I came after an almost deadly um, accident. And so when I came back, I actually asked my spiritual mentor that I already had at that time. I was already meditating since I was seven. I was already aware of a lot of information. Um, But my teacher, when I asked him, like, why did i have this accident i mean i was already so positive i did affirmations i did meditation and he just said well you know what um you had bad feng shui (laughs) so that were his words and i was like what's that right i have to know i'm a catholic girl from belgium (laughs) right so i had no idea about um you know Chinese um, knowledge, Chinese wisdom, because it's a Chinese energy system, right? And so there were no books about it whatsoever. The first book in my language that came out on Feng Shui, I was 31, so you have to imagine, it was like a lot of years later. And so he shared with me that um, the environment where you are living, where you're sleeping, where you are uh, working, is really affecting you subconsciously nonstop and so as for example in the secret we talk about a um you know the vision board Um, i always say your home is like a three-dimensional vision board yeah so when we are there we are actually all the time influenced by for example order or declutter by the colors by the imagery that is around us, the way we position ourselves. So feng shui has been um, around for about 4,000 years. And um, I would say the the top people in China and in Asia, they would start using it thousands of years ago to make sure that the qi, the energy around them was actually there to support their energy. Yeah? yeah, and so when I started learning this, I started understanding that the law of attraction has, of course, we can affect the law of attraction with prayer, with um, meditation, with you know connecting with our soul and a higher vibration. But we also can affect it bit on mindset with being uh, taking inspired action, with having the right feelings of gratitude. But there is a last part, and that part is called your earth luck, your environment, it is the law of attraction of the home around you that is constantly supporting you. And I think everybody had that experience that you're in certain places and you're like, can be a home, can be a nature that you feel so inspired and you feel so good. And then you go to other places and you're like, you feel stagnant. Like there's no chi. Um, you don't like it. You have nightmares. You fight all the time. You feel really like, you know, stuck in yourself and so but what if you can create an environment around you that you feel constantly in that flow that constantly you feel inspired and you feel good and that is actually what feng shui does with very simple changes it's almost like um, energy acupuncture of your home by changing small things around you it could be color it could be a position could be a different image suddenly something in you start changing because you live there constantly. So you sleep eight hours, you are perhaps eight hours socially in your in your home, and you work at least eight hours in your workspace. So 24 hours a day, we are somewhere in a space. And that space is, without us being aware of it sometimes, is affecting us. And I always say to people, okay, tell me where in your home you feel the best or tell me in your home where you don't feel the best. And most of them, they will say, I feel the best in my kitchen. And I'm saying, well, you should be feeling the best in your living room, right? Where you're hanging out with your family or in your workspace or in your bedroom. Right? So, yeah, no, I go to my bed, I close my eyes and I don't see it. I'm I'm fine. But you wake up there. Like, well, that's the first thing you see, right? If that is not inspiring you or it's cluttered because all stuff on the ground, how do you think the rest of your day will feel like, right? When you have all that uh, around you and you just think it's not affecting me, it is affecting you, but you just choose to ignore it consciously. But subconsciously, you can never never ignore it it's always working for you or positive or negative
2: hey that's yes now this something you said i thought was interesting and i wanted to circle back to this is that you said you were seven years old and meditating and saying affirmations how did a catholic girl in belgium <laughs> come across this well you know my family was very much
3: connected in with um Um, America and Canada as my father had lived there. So there were a lot of Americans and a lot of Canadians that came every summer to the house. And so um, I was not just like um, a little girl in Belgium that was not in touch with the world. Yeah, I already spoke three languages at that time. I was fluently English already. And so it was just like, my family was very international. So I was very open to to listen to things. And, um, you know, I had some spiritual experiences very early on, and one of the spiritual experiences was connecting with with my spiritual teacher. But at that moment, we don't think as a spiritual teacher because for me, it was just somebody that, you know, came in my life and, and just guided me and taught me, um, you know, exercises and and how to think differently and con- through conversations. So for me at seven years old, I didn't see it as a spiritual teacher. I saw it as a somebody that just gave me amazing information, but later on I understood that this was my spiritual teacher.
2: Wonderful. Now, just to clarify from my mind, this is a physical person, spiritual teacher, or was this a, an etheric spiritual teacher? It was an etheric teacher for me that really, um, you know,
3: showed up in my life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But so for me, it was like, you know, at seven years old, I, I didn't see the difference between the etheric fields and the physical fields. Yeah. So, I mean, I've heard conversations about, um, my, my family was very much was Catholic, but they were very much into, um, the miracles of life, you know? So when I shared these things, my family was not like, oh yeah, angels. Yeah. For them, it was like an angel appearing. So it they were very open. They were not very strict Catholic in that sense. Yeah. So when I was sharing this, my, my parents were like totally fine you know that all these things happened to me and and the, the friends that, and the family that came over um you know we had this kind of conversation so it was not like strange for me nobody ever said to me this is wrong or this is strange or you know so um but i could have these conversations with my family and with my parents especially with my mom saying like oh i learned this today and like okay let's practice so it was just always like part of, her or you know, our upbringing,
2: right? Oh, well, you're very fortunate in that. That's lovely. And- I do,
3: I do. I'm very fortunate. So whenever I would say like, oh, I see this being standing here, they would say, oh, tell me how they look, right? So as early age on, I saw this. Um, I had this clairvoyance, and my. um, even the priests that were connected with my parents, they were like, yeah, she got a gift from God. And um, so just take care of her. And there was never like somebody that ever said to me, this is not right,
2: you know. You are very fortunate with that. Yeah. Extremely fortunate. And so you started um, studying feng shui from your spiritual master who told you that you needed to.
3: Yeah, he gave me my first steps right Mm. and then he said you know later on you will um there will be books in your language out and so that that happened later on but he gave me some basic principles that i kept practicing um from my 15 years old till i was 31 and then he said it's time for you to really meet a real master um and so six months later i was in by coincidence that happened in my life i was uh, studying with a um a grandmaster of feng shui from, um, from Malaysia. And, uh, that's where I really learned not just what I received from my spiritual teacher, but really the, the real classical Chinese feng shui.
2: Oh my goodness. You know, and this could have gone so many different ways, Marie, that, you know, there's feng shui, of course, the energy of the space around us, et cetera, but it could have gone toward Reiki you know, the energy of the body, it could have gone in so many different ways, but that's interesting that it went to feng shui. Yeah,
3: and I'm also a Reiki master, so I, I really explored a lot of things, but you know, for me, after my accident, it was very clear I was given a message when I was on the other side that I was here to enlighten more than 500 million people and so that was a message so I had no idea what that meant how to do it oh. but I asked every day to God, to universe please show me how like is it smiling at somebody is it helping somebody in the need in need in my school you know I was always from that moment on in service like in overflow like hey you know life gave me my life back so I'm totally grateful so how can I be of service too and so in the beginning I thought I needed to to go into politics and so, uh, because I, or diplomacy, because I thought, you know, I didn't know about self-help, the, the spiritual uh, world. I had no idea that it existed, literally physically, because I had no physical teacher, right? Um, and so I actually started being a lawyer, an international lawyer, I did criminology. And so I started working for the governments, uh, both Belgian and European, um, to give them guidance. And after five years, I understood when I was like 31. Uh, after five year, very intense, uh, good career actually. Um, I decided that was not a way for me to enlighten people. And so I started consulting um, as a, a lawyer and bringing in meditation because I at that time I already was you know, a long time meditator. And my first clients were actually the politicians that started coming to me asking, so how do you do this? You're always so optimistic. You're always so clear. You're always um, manifesting so fast. You know, we give you a project for three years, it's done in six months. You know, it's like, you know, of course I am, um, good in my intelligence but everything flowed always so easily for me because i was practicing feng shui i was practicing meditation i was knowing how to be very clear in my field and in my um, my mind and in my heart and so they started asking so they were my first clients to be honest um, that i consulted and so i started bringing in some of the feng shui principles i knew and then i started really studying that um in uh, in Asia. And then I really was like, okay, I'm going to let go of that legal part and just sharing that information and start teaching and, um, you know, giving seminars and consulting and mentoring. And that's how my career on that level started.
2: Oh, that is just so fascinating. And now you're consulting with organizations around the world, as well as just regular people and doing these wonderful films as well. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And I see also on your website that in addition to feng shui, you practice dowsing and teach spirituality. Can you talk about that a little bit?
3: Yeah, of course. So um, so I am a feng shui master and a dowsing master. For some people that know don't know what dowsing is, it's just like these are dowsing rods, right? Mm-hmm. And so in, with dowsing, we're checking in how the magnetic field is of the earth. Um, there can be disturbances from underground water, electricity that make it very difficult for you to sleep and to feel well. So feng shui and dowsing in the originals, um, Chinese um, method was actually a combined uh, information. They kind of split up, but I use both uh, for practicing for individual homes and businesses and um, wherever I need to work. But um, I actually started teaching first before I did Um, feng shui because I first had to be trained a couple of years to really teach feng shui right and um, I first started teaching my uh, students and my clients meditation and I started teaching them what I call the inner diamond meditation and I work specifically with colors and to help them to reach what we call um, higher levels of awareness, if it's alpha, theta, delta, vibration, so that they would actually be more in the light, yeah, and and will be more clear and letting go more and more of the heaviness and the density that uh, consciously or subconsciously they have gathered, even karma that they have gathered from previous lives, so we actually clearing that. it's, it's um, that's where I started. Right? that's my uh, and then we still teach that, um, in combination also with the outer diamond that we call then diamond feng shui diamond dowsing, so that um, there's enlightenment happening because I'm focusing on. Creating the inner enlightenment, but also to live in enlightened homes, so that the vibration of your home is as high as possible for your businesses. So there's a well-being, there's abundance, there is great relationships, and you you feel there is um, you know all is good and there's a um, a wonderful life for you. And so that is what I'm teaching for the last um, twenty eight
2: years. Wow. Wow! And I saw on your website, you also offer, um, your own divining rods. Yes. Yes.
3: So we do, um, we have products, so we have our rods. We also have special acupuncture cures because we're curing the problems with acupuncture sticks, uh, for the home. We have everything online. We have, I think, more than 40 online programs we have certifications for feng shui for dowsing um and um so yeah we are you know out there we have students in more than 190 countries so we have uh, with the secret and all the movies i have definitely reached my millions of people that
0: uh, and continuing are you a healthcare professional looking to translate psychedelic research into practice then register for Psychedelic Harm Reduction and Integration, a professional training offered by psychologist Elizabeth Nielsen and Ingmar Gorman at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York, May 24th through 26th. Earn 12 continuing education credits as you discover how to better support clients who have an interest in psychedelics. Learn more at eomega.org/slash thrive.
2: Did you know that Radiate Wellness is more than just a podcast? That's right. We're also a comprehensive holistic wellness practice. Find out about our services, practitioners, and upcoming events at radiatewellnesscommunity.com. While you're there, visit our podcast page to read more about our great guests and even donate to the podcast. If you like our podcast, you can help in other ways as well, like subscribe or follow us wherever you're listening right now. Tell a friend, a family member, or a coworker about the great content you find here. And if you wouldn't mind, please give us a thumbs up, a five-star rating, or a positive review. Sounds like a small thing, but it really helps. You might like to know about our Facebook communities while we're at it. We have a free community, the Radiate Wellness Community, on Facebook for news and great free content. Our subscribers group is Radiate You, as in the letter U, but also, well, you. There you'll find curated replays of past classes, guest interviews, and more. And now, Back to our podcast and back to our guest yeah yes I think you I think you have i mean you've really been spreading the gospel and the word about self empowerment uh, clearing our energy, resetting our energy, et cetera et cetera um, you know one thing I did want to ask you about is is karma clearing so Um, I, I would imagine that you do this kind of remotely, but it's not, is it you doing it? Is it, um, no, karma clearing is always something that you can guide
3: people to help with that, Mm -hmm. but it's always something you do yourself ultimately, right? Um, karma clearing can, you cannot clear somebody else's karma. You can only guide them. And, um, one of the things I, I, kind of mentioned already, I always had the, the gift of seeing and so i see the blockages i see the blockage in the home i see the blockage in the meditation for people and so then uh when i i mentor people i see where their blockages are and then i ask them to and i guide them then to release that yeah but i i'm not doing that it's you, know, you have you know your own free will to decide if you let go of uh, you know whatever bothers you or whatever blocks you or not you know as a teacher i'm um, I'm first of all a teacher, so I'm teaching people um, how to do things, right? Um, And but I'm guiding them because I can see what is blocking. Like I was today uh, with one of my high-end clients here in London, and he's uh, you know uh, the CEO of a big company. And so I was mentoring him and said, you know, all is good in my life. And I said, yeah but your relationship with your father is not. He said, oh no, all is good, It's a nice man. And so I asked him to really start writing about it. And he, we just, um, I said, you have a huge karma line with your father. And he was like totally ignoring it. And then today he talks that I started writing, and I cried and I cried and I cried. And I he said I'm 55. I had no idea I could cry that much, right? Because I just see, and I gave him specific situations that I could see that were still bothering him. And he said I totally ignored it because we compartmentalizing things. We put things in certain folders in our subconscious mind right and we're just it's like on on our on our computer right there are some things we just put in this folder and we don't open it up anymore but it's still there it's still present yeah until you open it up and then you're like oh my god what is there right and so and that's kind of what I do with when I work with people I, I see, Uh, situations. I see um, uh, time moments of them and then I go into it and then I help them to clear that for themselves, but not me clearing it for them.
2: Right, right. And then you also have uh, spiritual codes. Can you tell me a little bit about that?
3: Well, this is um, the work that has been spread since the 1940s um, called The Seven Rays from Alice Bailey yeah I'm sure you're familiar with that so um, that information first was given actually by my spiritual teacher before I knew there was somebody giving that information in books already so when I was actually 16 I started knowing this information how that um and he he called it the spiritual codes that's why I, I kept that name um is that your, um, there's a vibration to your ego, It's a vibration and energy level to your uh, physical, emotional, mental body. There's a vibration to your soul body and the vibration to what we call the, the I am, the mastery level in yourself. And there are seven uh, codes and they are connected with the colors of the rainbow. And so, for example, we would say this person has an emotional um, uh, emotional code, Red, or that other person is a blue code in his uh, soul. And then we see also how they go into crisis sometimes together, right? Um, And then I teach people how to approach people. Like when somebody comes in front of me, I immediately see, like, oh, that's this, this, this code. And, but then I can, it's a psychology, it's actually a new way to look at. at people um but from a very compassionate level right this is like oh they are red coat okay how can i help them to move forward and to reach more the the soul you know and then what are the words how can i bring them some information Um, so that they are letting go of that ego, transform that ego to be more open to their soul, to their heart, to their mastery. So that's what the spiritual codes are about. And this is an online program that we have. Um, And so that is, there's so much information uh, that I shared over the years. And I'm I'm very fortunate that I was, um, I've been so guided to share this information and I've been able to do that with so many people.
2: Yeah, you have. You've really made an impact. Another impact I want to talk about is your humanitarian work. Yes. That earned you this knighthood. Yes, I did.
3: So I was knighted as a dame for my humanitarian work. And so for me... Um, you know that's part of being of service, right? And um, being, being of service can be on many levels. You can teach that's one of my service, but that's also my business, right? So there is that part, but um, there's also the other side that you always want to give back. Yeah, so we do a lot of work for the rainforest. Um, I'm working with several organizations to um, build new forests in the rainforest. We just uh, I just made sure that. Um, I put some people together, like I have so much connections. So, we just planted 500,000 plant, uh, 500, trees in the rainforest in Brazil. So, um, that's like, you know, uh, giving back to the earth. That's always part of it. I do a lot of work for uh, the African community. So, I work with a lot of uh, African uh, leaders in the health sector um, for young people in Africa. That's always something where it's very close to my heart. Um, But, you know, there are sometimes people come with an idea and I'm thinking, okay, I cannot help myself right away, um, but I know people and I have a big network and then I put people together. Um, That's also being
2: of service. Yeah. It is. We've been absolutely successful in that. Um, So if someone uh, were struggling and they felt blocked. Yeah. Like, where would you, where would you recommend they begin this journey of discovery, clearing and service? Well, you know, I always suggest for people, because
3: sometimes it's hard to change something within yourself first, right? Because it's painful to sometimes look within. So therefore, I always suggest that they would look outside themselves first. And... Um, we would bring them first on a journey of the feng shui. And so I asked them to go to the website, marydiamond.com. And there is a, they can get a free energy report. There is a free energy report. They will be guided to find their success direction. Everybody based on their, um, on their birthday um, has a success compass direction for somebody it's east, for somebody it's southwest or north or um, southeast. And so then they uh, I asked them to check out my free app, Mary Diamond app, yeah. Um, and so they can actually go to the app, put in there again, they, uh, their gender, their birthday, and it says, give me your energy number. So it actually gives you energy number, but you get a compass. And this is very crucial, because when you see on the compass, there is something that says success direction. So this case here is Southwest, what is mine. Right. So then people hold a compass and the the report leads, helps you with that. Right. Um, and then you hold the compass and you see like, where is success? So success for me is kind of in that corner there in this room. So then we always try to place things in that corner related with your success. So for example, I have images there of my most successful clients. Um, I have my uh, programs there. I have books there. Right. Um, as I have the world that I, you know, serve uh, humanity, I have a globe there. So there, you put some symbolic things there. Um, so there are some whole processes that people can do. The second thing I always suggest for people is start decluttering. You know, you're stuck right now, it means inside you're stuck, outside you'll be stuck too. People that are stuck, there's always chaos around them. I've seen this, I would say 99% of the time. Chaos in their bedroom, chaos at the entrance, in their workspace, in their uh, living room. So by clearing yeah, things around you that you feel like, I don't need this anymore, let me, let me let that go, right? Or I sell it, or I give it to someone, or I throw it in the trash can if it's broken. And you let go of that. As you let go of things outside of you, you create flow, and things in yourself will start automatically going in, unstuck. Yeah, so that's the first step. And then we also give them the first meditation, and that's called the Tubes of Light meditation. That is actually available on the app. There's a, a meditation and people click on it. And so five-minute meditation It's very easy, but it also... In the meditation, you start clearing karma. So I actually teach them to clear karma right away. And so millions of people actually have done this meditation already over the years and they feel immediately lighter, yeah? So it's actually doing inner feng shui. So as you're uncluttering outside, you're kind of uncluttering inside of you and it works with colors, so it's very, you know, you know, whatever religion, whatever background you are, it's just colors that we are connecting with. And so people really feel the difference with this very simple five-minute meditation um, that people do every day in the morning. It's like, instead of taking your coffee, you take the coffee and do the tubes of light.
2: (laughs) Oh, that's wonderful. I love that. So you're clearing karma every single day and resetting Yeah,
3: because, you know, we don't know how much we have, right? So we don't need to know always what we have. Now, karma, what is that? Karma is heaviness, um, that um, negative programs, limitations that you have created for yourself. First of all, because we all do that, you know, we have negative thoughts and judgments about ourselves, right? From childhood on. Um, things that our parents have brought to us, right? Um, that perhaps our culture, um, you know, the school we went to, our friends, we are a sponge sometimes. We just absorb, you know, judgments and limitations. And this meditation actually releases and protects so that you're not longer a sponge anymore for attracting negative energy because a lot of people like feeling like people dump things on them and they're like because they're such a um, empathic sponge right and so we are releasing and making sure that only positive energy starts coming to us that's a really uh, important part and then um, also can be from past lives, yeah, Yeah. if people believe in that or not, but, you know, I, I do believe in that, um, so things that from past lives we have brought with us in this lifetime, and, um, You know, could be relationship wise, could be physical, that things we need to release. And we don't need to know always what, but it's like people take every day a shower and it's great, but why don't you take every day an energetic shower to release any dirt that um, or density that you have in you that, you know, if you would do that and some people even do the meditation while doing the shower and that's all fine too.
2: Right. Oh you know, yes, I I do talk to my clients about taking the energy shower and visualizing everything going down the drain and just releasing everything. It's a wonderful practice. Because we're go, we're creating as we go every day. We're perhaps right. taking on more uh, more blocks and more energies. Yeah. So we want to keep it clear as we go. Um, So. In decluttering inside and out, um, what about people who have children? Children are just notorious for creating clutter, children and pets. Well, you know,
3: what, what my clients do, um, you know, and I already have, uh, you know, people that started with me have their second generation, sometimes already third generation, uh, you know, their grandkids. And they are, um, first of all, the kids really love the fact that they know that's my success area and that's my relationship area. And this is health and this is wisdom. And so the parents are teaching that, that in these areas, they cannot put any clutter. That's the first rule, right? And then they know like, oh, I I cannot put anything there because if I put there, you know, I will have less friends. Okay. Let me clear that, right? So it's actually you're you're teaching the, the students about that um, or the, the, the children. We also have seen when people have a house that is doused and I'm teaching, again, I'm a teacher, how to douse your house. So people actually can learn how to use the dousing rods, how to cure everything in a very simple class. Um, and then they know this information for the rest of their life. And so... Once your house is doused, we see that the clutter goes 50% down automatically. Yeah, because the vibration changes so much that it's like people are more in in alignment. They're more in in creating order. And so when we have um, people that have like children or teenagers that have a lot of clutter, we douse the room and without saying, they start picking things back up, right? And they are creating order because it's, it's really, or they would say after two days, Oh, you know what? I I cleared up my, my room and I oh good because you set the vibration so high that automatically their brain will do things to uh, resonate with that. And so they will clean up. And so um, for example, my, I have, Two boys and a girl, and so my oldest is 36, and my second is 28, and so the the girls that um, and you know the women that um, are with them, they're like, we have never seen a man that is so uncluttered, is so organized, so uncluttered, right? But you know, they always lived in a home where, and I I didn't really chase them for it. I just made sure the energy was always very high, very high vibration. And they automatically would clear themselves things, you know. Um, And so because um, it becomes a habit after a while.
2: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So starting that early and making sure that it is a habit rather than something you might go and do once a year or whenever you think about it.
1: Yeah.
2: Make it a constant habit. No, I do enjoy that so much. So what else do you have going on? You've got the... The Secret, you've got uh, How Thoughts Become Things, all of the other many films that you've been in, your programs. Yes, uh, anything we have not touched on. <laughs> or not covered. Oh, you went really, I, I love that, that you went
3: really deep and you, you did some research. You know, um, of course, every year we are doing uh, the, a vision board uh, program, but the vision boards we're doing is always based on your birthday connected in with the year feng shui so every year the chi flows differently there are different colors different keywords different affirmations that are important based on your birthday and so the vision board we are creating is totally different than other people's program because it is a yearly vision board based on your birthday and how your birthday is affected this year with the 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 flow of chi of that year so we're always working on that and then we also have a program specifically for feng shui for the year um, and so then you are adding things into your home that the flow of that year is the best so that's always our main program we call it the magical um, magical 2022 or whatever you're listening to it it's a magical program that we're doing for creating vision board uh, setting goals for me that's a super important thing but again it's all related with your birthday so it's it's related with numerology and your birthday and the feng shui of your home
2: oh my gosh that is so comprehensive Yeah. yeah Um, Now, if somebody wanted to connect with you and find out about all of your wonderful programs, all of the things that you're teaching, where would they find that?
3: well the best place is mariediamond.com and also they can go to instagram mariediamond8 there's a lot of videos always coming into my instagram we do regularly lives they can go to clubhouse to mariediamond energy club where there's a weekly energy club happening where people can ask all their questions where i teach something um, every week and um, we do instagram lives facebook lives um, and they can also go to the applications. So there are, um, at this moment, there's one application, but in a few weeks, there are two applications. So, and they are for free. So they can then find out to, to be joining the community, to work with your, finding your energy number. So, the, and of course, a YouTube channel. We have a, a beautiful YouTube channel with a lot of information. Um, So we have a lot of availability to receive a lot of information for free. I always say I'm, um, you know, I'm kind of Robin Hood. (laughs) So I have super wealthy clients and they pay me super well, but I also, you know, make sure that my programs are very affordable, that people that do work, you know, work hard, that they can still um, have access to the very affordable uh, prices for the online programs. But there's also a lot of information for free for people that at this moment really need some help and cannot afford anything.
2: Oh, I love that. Um, Before we sign off, do you have any messages globally for the world, any places maybe where the the entire world needs to clear energy or raise vibrations, anything the world needs to know? Well, I
3: think, um, and I was having this conversation this morning actually with one of the Uber drivers, is that, you know, after the years that we just went through from the pandemic, Um, We see a lot of people have lost um, uh, really some inner balance because, you know, it's been really, really tough for a lot of people. Their mental health has been very uh, affected and, um, you know, a lot of people have lost a little bit the level of kindness that they had before. Yeah, the level of compassion. Um, and so, if we could uh, come back to um, be again more kind for each other and be more compassionate for each other, and so many people are now so extreme in their reactions, and um, and I understand that, you know, it's it's what you go through. Um, but what if we can go a little bit more to the center, to the harmony, to the balance? And we can only do that instead of judging people, you know, even if we're not agreeing with somebody, we can still be kind to people. We can still be friendly and respect people's um, who they are and what they feel and how they think about life. So to be compassionate with that, I think that is a big message that we all need to practice every day. even if there are some things happening that you're thinking, okay, that was, not, <laughs> that was not so nice. Okay, right, this person perhaps had a bad day. Who are we? We don't know. We don't walk in their shoes. We don't know what's going on in their life. Let's not judge that person. Let's send some graduate and positive vibration towards that person. Um, I know it's not always easy, and some people say, well, you know, I'm in really difficult times. I have been in these difficult times. My life has not gone over uh, all rose petals, right? I have gone through many difficult times, but I really have learned that ultimately gratitude and kindness and compassion brought me the the fastest out of it for yourself and for others.
2: Made. oh that's beautiful yes i can see why your humanitarian work is so important yeah yes really i appreciate it. it thank you so much for this time spent to talk with me marie it's been just wonderful i'm glad that it that it worked out and that it would be it.
3: And thank you so much for doing your work and your overflow to humanity and um and good luck for everything thank you for the interview
1: Radiate Wellness is an international community of holistic and alternative healers dedicated to helping you create spiritual, energetic, and physical well-being. To learn more about our practitioners, services, classes, and events, or to schedule an appointment, visit us at RadiateWellnessCommunity.com.